This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Premier League has been exciting all season. It always is, but this season there was a special edge to it because for a long time Arsenal led the table and looked as if they could pose a serious threat to Manchester City, who in the end caught them and passed them. And Manchester City are the champions. They were the champions when Arsenal lost to Notts Forest which is a really poor result. So before they took the pitch yesterday, Manchester City were champions for the fifth time in six seasons, which is a remarkable statistic. And to look at the Premier League, where most of the issues have been settled now, one or two about relegation, the last round of games is on next Sunday. All the games kick off at half four, but there's not really much to be decided. But of course, for John Giles, for example, what happens to Leeds matters, and that is not yet conclusively decided. And I'm joined now by John and by Liam Brady to discuss what we've seen so far. John, I'll start with with you. We should be starting at the top of the table, but we'll start with Leeds, John, and Big Sam. They look like they're doomed. I think they've got a tough finish, don't they? Mm, yeah, it's still open, Damon. They've got one match uh, this week, the play Spurs. Yeah. Uh, Leicester have two matches that are away to Newcastle and home to West Ham. Yes. And Everton have one match at home. To Bournemouth. Versus, versus Bournemouth. Yeah. Leeds are on 31 points. Leicester are on 30 points. And Everton are on 33 points. Yeah. So it's very, very, very close. Yeah. I would say looking at those matches, John, guessing, of course, Everton should not lose at home to Bournemouth, which means it's Leicester leads for the drop, as well as, of course, Southampton, who are dead and buried anyway. Um, Yeah. Notts Forest have done really well. Let's just look at the contrast, John, between Notts Forest and Leeds. Leeds sacked Bielsa, who was the man who got them promoted. He's just been appointed manager of Uruguay. It seemed like a really stupid thing to lose him, let him go. And they haven't, they've struggled ever since. Uh, On the other hand, Steve Cooper, who's the manager of Notts Forest, they spent an awful lot of money before the season started. He got them up. 
They were bought him at the table for much of the season. They gave him another load of money to buy some more players. I think altogether 30 players came into the club. They never thought of sacking him. And with about three months to go and them looking sure to be relegated, they gave him a new contract. That's some contrast. And I was delighted, not that they beat Arsenal per se, because I'm nothing against Arsenal, but it was an amazing result. And the club have been rewarded for loyalty to Cooper, as opposed to Leeds, who have been punished for being disloyal to Bielsa. Yeah. Not, and not the only one, Eamon. Yeah, from, yeah. yeah, but from Leeds' point, point of view, I mean, if you look at the situation now, they sacked Bielsa and they've had, I think, three managers since. Yeah. Right? And they're still in the position they're in. So Bielsa couldn't have done any worse than the, the, the people that have replaced him. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with Leeds. Uh, that, that's what I find anyway. They didn't, and they never backed, when, when he had injuries, uh, Bielsa, they never backed him. Yeah. I mean, what they said, what, what they're saying, at the, they said at the time was they, they, the results didn't meet their expectations. <laughs> like Bielsa performed a miracle. Yeah. At Leeds. So there's, uh, they're in a, in a dire position now, Eamon, as you know. I mean, they were well beaten at the weekend, uh, by West Ham. Could have been more than it was three one, but it could have been more than that. So it's big, big trouble. I mean, no, they, they, they might be a little bit lucky in getting Spurs at this particular time because everybody's beaten Spurs. Yeah, I watched them play Brentford at Saturday lunchtime. At Saturday lunchtime, yeah. they were terrible. Yeah, Harry Kane gave them the lead after eight minutes. They're playing Brentford, who are without Ivan Tony, who's serving now an eight month ban for betting. And yet they went and they slaughtered them in the end. Okay. Yeah, so the, it's big, big trouble. Um, you know. Yeah. It, it's worth noting though, isn't it? That Knott's Forest did the right thing by their coach. He's the coach who got them up. Yeah. I think that's absolutely, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, because one, you see, when you're in a club, like the, 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 the manager is going to go, he's in trouble, he's going to go. The players stop playing for him. Yeah. You know, because they know this fella's on the way out. Now, what Forrest did, I think, was very, very brave. They they said at the very beginning, we're giving them a new contract. Yeah. So there was no matter with the players after that. The players said, well, we might not like him, but he's here. Yeah. <laughs> whereas and whereas if, they, if they were in trouble, you know, the manager in trouble, and a few players, all in a club, I mean, all players, all the players don't always like the manager. There'll be a few who don't like the manager. And if he's in trouble, they're glad to get rid of him. But what they said, they did a forest said, no, we're not going to get rid of him. We're going to give him a new contract. So anybody that didn't like him yep. had to like him after that. Okay. You know? Yep. Okay, let's move on, Liam, to your club, Arsenal, who I think on a, any reasonable reckoning have had a very good season and Arteta's done a really good job. I don't really ever think I expected them to last with the team they had. Pretty average some of them, some of the better players, very young. What do you make, particularly of the end of the season? I think they've only won two of the last eight matches, and it all it's all petered out. What's your assessment of the job Arteta's done and, and where the club is right now? Uh, well, they finished fifth last year, Eamon, and they kind of collapsed in the last... A uh, few games of last season to miss out on Champions League football. If you remember, there was yes. a big game at Spurs uh, that they got beat, and that was the kind of uh, the kind of turning point. Um, so to go from fifth to second 
and give Manchester City a run, albeit, as, as you say, they've collapsed in, in recent weeks. I think on the whole, it's a very, very positive season. You know, the, the younger players, as you mentioned, have been outstanding up to the last month or six weeks. Um, uh, some of them have been involved in World Cups. I mean, the likes yes. of Saka went to the quarterfinal of the World Cup. So maybe, you know, things were bound to catch up with him. Um, and uh, there was a few injuries that were very, very important. Saliba, uh, for me, being the, the main one. Yes. Uh, I think Gabriel is a, is a, is a far better centre half when he has Saliba alongside him. Uh, but when Saliba wasn't there, Gabriel made uh, a lot of mistakes that cost us dearly. Um, uh, just ran out of steam, a lack of experience. But for two thirds of the season, I think Arsenal were great. You know, yes, There's some of the some of the football they played, uh, some of the games they won, particularly against Man United, against Spurs, against Liverpool, were outstanding. Uh, and. You know, you have to remember that they just come up against a, a, an unstoppable machine at the moment. That's that's Man City. So on the whole, Arteta, very good job. Uh, back in Champions League football, haven't been there for a good few years. It's been a very positive season, but disappointing the way it petered out, as you say. Yeah. Uh, John, let me ask you about Manchester City and Pep Guardiola. It's the fifth championship in six seasons, which is uh, remarkable. Before Pep Guardiola ever went there, Pellegrini and Mancini had both won the Premier League with Manchester City and they'd had the money to buy the players and so on. But that doesn't detract from Pep's achievement. For a lot of the season, John, because we usually talk during matches, particularly when City are big matches, City weren't as convincing and dominant or dominant as they had been in other seasons. Did, would you say I'm right in my recollection of that? You mean this season, Eamon? Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking oh. about the way they finished off. I mean, the last couple of months they've been, I mean, I think they've won 15 games on the trot or something. So they've been, they've turned out to be a really powerful team, but it didn't look like that necessarily all during the season. No, but... Well, it doesn't matter though, Eamon. Like, if you look at the two teams, Arsenal collapsed at the end of the season. Yeah. Manchester City, I think they were about 10 points behind uh, Arsenal at one stage, Eamon. I mean, yeah. that's when you really have to do it. You and know? they got stronger, didn't they? In a big way. They got stronger and stronger. I mean, by the time they finished, I mean, they finished way, way, well, a good, good few points away ahead of Arsenal. You know, yeah. that's when it really matters. When on 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 the the run in games, in other words, like it's a perfect example. Arsenal had were having a great season up to maybe what eight or nine matches ago. City were having a mediocre season up to eight or nine or ten matches ago. Yes, that that was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah, they came came really strong. You know, that's that's when you have to come strong at that particular time. Uh, you know, it's been, as Liam says, I think it's been a very, very good season in many ways for Arsenal. You know, they, they don't have the resources, don't have the resources that City have to do what City did. But it was, it's, it would be encouraging if we qualified for the for the Champions League. So it's a better season than it was last season. Although it has to be disappointing when you come into the run in and 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 not do the what you need to do at that particular stage. But it's experience for, for uh, Arteta to get on with the job now and hopefully 
maybe give him some money in the summer to to uh, improve his team. Because that's what that's what City will do. I mean, you know, City yeah. have the squad now. You know, they, they, they bought Haaland last year, and it's been a huge success for them, along with the other players, as we know. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let me ask Liam this question, and you, John. Liam, there's people talking now about Manchester City being the best team of all time, the best Premier League team of all time, maybe the best team ever, and all of that stuff. I think they've been, I mean, the, the first half of their uh, demolition of Real Madrid last week, I thought was absolutely superb. And I think they are a better team now than they've been at any point. But I'm... I'm more interested in your view, as I'm sure our listeners will be. Where would you rank this Manchester City team with, particularly if we believe they can win the Champions League, they play Inter in the final, nothing is a given in, at that level. But compared to Arsene Wenger's Invincibles, compared to Alex Ferguson's teams, compared to the Liverpool teams you played against, Liam, which were really dominant, not just in, in England, but in Europe as well, where... Does this Manchester City team now, as they are now, rank? Well, they're up there, Eamon. You have to say they're a great team. You know, yes. there's no doubt about that. But more, more than a team, because you'd have difficulty picking a team yourself, the best 11, wouldn't you, of the you would, players yeah. you've got and how the formation you want to play and, and stuff like that. So uh, they're a great squad. Like even yesterday, I watched some of the game yesterday, and they had a kid called Palmer come in. Yes. I've never heard of him, and he looked outstanding. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they really have strength and depth, Damon. And 
Well, you know, it's very difficult to make comparisons, whether they're individuals or whether they're teams, because, you know, we've got a, 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 a you know, a memory that goes back a long time. You remember yes. the AC Milan team yes. of Maldini, Baresi, and Rijkaard, Hullet, and Van Basten. Yes. And then wow. you had the Bar <laughs> Barcelona of Iniesta, uh, Xavi. Uh, Messi. Uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> of course, yeah. Lionel Messi, yeah. So it's very, very difficult in Manchester United and so forth. But uh, five titles out of six is incredible, Eamon. You know, they're, they they really are something that's better. And it's only Liverpool that really threatened their domination yes. over the last few years when Liverpool were on fire. Yeah. But there is a caveat, Eamon. And, yes. Uh, I hope it doesn't sound like sour grapes. No, because I was going to raise uh, it. I know what it is, yeah, I uh, think. Yeah. Well, there's so many allegations out there against them that they've broken the rules uh, as regards recruiting these players and the money they've had to yeah. spend that other clubs haven't had to spend because they've been sticking by the rules. So I'm interested to see when that debate really comes to the fore because it's kind of being buried away, hasn't it? It you know? has, and I've, I have it here on my list. 115 charges have been laid against Manchester City by the Premier League for breaking the football fair play rules. 115 charges. Now... I think that does cast a shadow over their achievement. It certainly... Well, Eamon, let, Eamon, let me say, sorry to yes. interrupt you, but they're a great team. Yes. And, and, and Guardiola has them playing great football. Yes. But there is that. There is that thing that's lying in the background that's distasteful. And we need to get to the bottom of it. Yes, I, I, I totally agree. And it's as you have correctly said... It needs to be put into perspective, and the perspective is this is a fantastic team, and he's improved some of the players in the team with his coaching. John, where do you rank this Manchester City team now? Well, yeah, there's two different issues there, then, that you're talking about. Are we talking about the best team ever? Which I don't think no. is. I mean, every time somebody but, does what they do, similar to what it. Some people Sorry? are. Well, if you look at the weekend newspapers and some of this morning's newspapers, some people are talking about the best team ever. <laughs> I mean, it's madness yeah, in my but, view. But good luck to you know. Good luck to the member. I'm talking to two issues now that we're talking about. I, I mean, they've got to be up there with one of the best teams ever. But it happens when Manchester United are winning the treble and all that. They're the best team ever. Nobody knows whether the, what we all only know is that the best team at the moment. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And they're very, very good, and the, the record is terrific. But when you go back over the years, I mean, I go back, I go back to me, and I'm going to be, be have to say something about how, with the Leeds United team. Right? Yep. Yep. Right? We didn't win as much as that. I would, I would fancy our chances against Manchester City if we were playing them today. Yep. That's, but that's by the way, man, because when you go back in, in the history of the game, all the great players, Manchester, Liverpool. What about Liverpool when they were having them? Yeah, there, and what about the team, the AC Milan team? Liam just quoted from and all those Rijkaard and Gullit and yeah. Maldini. Yeah, we won the best teams ever in the prep in the Premier League or the English League game. Mean, there's no yeah. doubt about that. Hmm. And say that, but, but it, when, when like the, the the issue is when you talk about the the, the background and the the the, the possibility of. Uh, the payments and all the, the thing. that's that's another issue again you know yeah I mean the fact is that we can only see what we see on the on the on the pitch 
which is definitely one of the best teams and winning five leagues in the, in, on the trot is incredible. Yes. But we, we had incredible teams before as well. So, But the, but that's the paper game, Eamon. You know, are they the best team ever? Yeah, yeah, they're the best team ever and all that carry on. Yeah. We don't know. They're one of the great teams, which, which is all we can say about them at, at, at the moment. And the, the, there's charges made, which we have to wait and see if they're going to be upheld or if it's true or what it's not true. But it's a different matter altogether between them. Are they one of the best teams ever? Definitely. Yeah. Have they done it in a certain way? Then we'll have to wait and see if that's the case. Is that's going to be the case? Yeah, because I think if the charges were proven, it would suggest that. Well, it would prove that they weren't playing on. We weren't playing the Premier League on a level playing pitch, and that would apply to say Arsenal at the moment. I mean, what's Mikel Arteta got to work with when he's up against this kind of stuff? Uh, I, I, the reason I'm asking both of you guys and, and Liam, I'll come to you on this. You played in a great. Juventus team, you played in a really outstanding Arsenal team. John played for Leeds and indeed he played for Manchester United, but they weren't great at that stage. But the question I want to ask you, Liam, is the speed with which they've been acclaimed and the newspapers hype them up doesn't do justice to them. But I want to ask you about Pep Guardiola. I've never been totally mad about Pep, but I am now. I think he's done an amazing... Well, I've jumped on the bandwagon. I think the work he's done... <laughs> I'd like you to change your mind, Evan. Well, it's just... Well, if you can't change your mind, then, you, you know, you can't change your shoes. <laughs> no, or, that, was, or, that, was me, that was me being sarcastic. Yeah, I know. No, well, uh, let me put you, it to you this way. I didn't think he, he should have signed, paid $100 million for Jack Grealish. I really didn't. I thought it was way over the odds, maybe double the odds. But he did. Now I think Jack Grealish is deadly. I think he is a really, really good player. He, he plays in a different position. And I didn't think that six months ago, but I do now. So what I think of Pep is that he improves players. John Stones was the most expensive centre-half ever in England. He was a nightmare as a centre-half, an embarrassment at times. He's now found a role for him in midfield, which frees up one of their attacking midfield players, like, say, Bernardo Silva or Gundogan, to go forward and get goals. I think he is a great coach, and I think he has done a job with City that's really amazing. So I'm a convert, and I want to know what you two guys think about that idea. I'll, I'll, let's take Grealish, John. Well, yeah, Grealish, I mean, uh, was a midfield player at Villa. You know, and they signed him as a midfield player, but then he played him on the left wing. Uh, but it does take some players, Eamon, time. Yes. Uh, to, to when they got moved to a new club, you know, to yeah. settle down and get. I mean, to, and again, I go. I'll just go back to me. When I went to Leeds first, I didn't play very well. Right. Yep. Because it was different. It was totally different to what I was used to at Manchester United. It took me a little while to get uh, to really get used to it. So it does happen with players. You know, whether they settle in. And I think for Grealish's case, he, he was put into a different position to the one in which he was bought. Yeah, a bit wider. You know, yeah. A lot wider. I mean, I mean yeah. he plays as a left winger now, you know, and it, it's obviously taken him time to, to, to get into it. And uh, uh, I, I didn't think he, I, I wasn't sure if he was going to make it on the left wing at the same time as you. I didn't think he was playing well yes. at all. Because he was getting on the ball, he was pulling out of it, he was giving it back. Now he's taking the players on, as he should be doing. So he has improved a lot in, in, in that particular time. But, uh, 
you know, I, I, I think in that case, you have to give credit to, and I know you are giving credit to Guardiola to do what oh, he's yes. done with the players that he has. I wouldn't agree, certainly don't agree with everything he does or has done, I mean, in players, certain players in certain positions. Yeah. I mean, in the European Cup final against Chelsea a couple of years ago, he put a team out without a midfield. Yeah. yeah. And got beat. So, yeah. like, I think he does try things and, and he's at a stage now where, like, certainly with the City lads, that he knows exactly what he's going to get from them in the position that he's put them, which, which obviously makes them better. Um, but he's, he's, you know, he has a great record. He did his stuff at Barcelona. He had great players. Um, but you still have to do your stuff. Yeah. You know, in, in that, I mean, in the talk, again, again, the money system, I mean, if you look at the, the situation at Chelsea, they've, they've spent just as much, I think, as City have over the last couple of years. But, but they haven't got the structure there to, to make the most of what they're doing. And, but then to be fair at City, they let, I think, I'm almost certain, I think we're almost certain, yeah. that he does let the, 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 the owners let him get on with the job. And back him, you know, back him for what he wants to get, and let him get on with the job. So, uh, I mean, this has been a really big season for him. I think they played better this season than they have in the previous seasons that he's been there. Right. Okay. Um, Liam, uh, the rest of the league. Uh, I'm thinking of Manchester United, who and Eric Ten Hag, the, their new coach. He has got them into. It looks like barring a serious collapse. I think they have two home games to come. They're going to qualify for the Champions League. I think that's an achievement. What's your view? Uh, no, Eamon, absolutely. Uh, on the face of it, to get yourself a trophy in the, in, in his first season, um, uh, which he did with the League Cup, yep. uh, to qualify for the Champions League, which he looks like doing, and to be involved in the FA Cup final in a few weeks' time, is is a really really good season. It's very uh, it's very laudable what he's done, you know. And he sorted a few things out because if you remember, he had to sort the Ronaldo Ronaldo business out when he came, and uh, and he's still uh, operating in the background of uh, of a takeover, which can't be it can't be uh, it can't be good for the for the dressing room when you you have that uncertainty around. Uh, around the club, who's going to be the new owner? Are the Glazers eventually going to sell or what? So all that's been going on. Uh, so I think with that background, I mean, he's done a really, really good job. I think they're a million miles from Man City. Yes. And can I just go back to Man City for yes. one or two sentences? Like Guardiola, for me, has been an absolutely brilliant coach uh, because he wants to outplay the opposition. He doesn't want to beat them but anything but playing creative football. Yes. And I, he's did that. He's, he's, he's done that, should I say, at Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and Manchester City. And he'll probably go on to win the treble the way they're playing at the moment. So he's been absolutely fantastic for me, Eamon. But to go back yes. to Ten Hag, uh, yeah, a very, very good season. And Newcastle have had a very good season, if you're talking about the other. Eddie Howe's done yes. a remarkable job there coming in and turning things around the way he's done, and now they're going to be very likely be in the Champions League next season as well, which yes. is remarkable. Yeah. Uh, John, just to uh, go to the Manchester United situation, I totally agree with Liam that they're a million miles away from where they need to be in terms of players yeah. to be challenging for any Premier League title. However, when you take everything into consideration... 
the fact that they finished in the top four, well, looks certain to finish in the top four, is commendable, and they've won a trophy, the League Cup. Although they don't excite me, and I think I would, I could make a case. Uh, but the case Liam makes is very persuasive, particularly the fact that the ownership of the club is not established. It will mean that he won't be able to go into the transfer market, possibly in this summer, or with any confidence, or indeed any money. Yeah. Well, he, I, mean, it's, I think it's his fourth season, isn't it? It is, yep. You know, like if you if you look at what it, what he came into and where he's at at the moment, then it's a big job. Yep. You know, you have to you have to do it one step at a time. And and like he's he hasn't been spending loads of money, and, and it's his first time there. I think getting rid of Ronaldo was the start. Yes. of him making progress at the club. Right. Uh, and I, I do think, uh, and I know he's, he was only coming into the club when. When he first got in, I think he should have got rid of Ronaldo straight away. Because Ronaldo asked for the transfer, he wanted to go. Yeah. And I can understand I can understand him because he's coming into a new club with Ronaldo and I might get the best from him. But I think that took him back a bit, Eamon. It was from Ronaldo going that the progress was made. Yes. It could be a real team. And to be fair to him, I think he's done a really good job to do what he's done so far. As you said, and I think Liam said, you're right, he's right behind Manchester City, but Guardiola's been there for six, seven years or whatever yes. it is. He's only, that's only his first year. And you'd have to say it's very good progress that he has made. I think he's behaved himself well. Uh, I think he's, he's been very calm in what he's doing it, that, with all, all that's going on at United in the background. I mean, I think he's done a really, really big job. Right. Liam, let me ask you about Liverpool and particularly about Roberto Firmino, who played his last game for the club uh, and scored on Saturday. In fact, he scored in his last two matches. He and Mane and Mo Salah, when they were the front three for Liverpool, it was, I thought, a marvellous partnership. I'll never forget some of the football they played. And I think Firmino was a, a gorgeous player to watch, real proper footballer. Yeah, he linked things up so well, yes. Eamon, didn't he? He, yeah. he was the he was the focus point for for their attack. And when the ball came into him, uh, it stuck, and he had the intelligence to find Mane and to find Salah, and they really were a fantastic trio. Yes. Uh, and it was fitting that you know he got the goal on his on his last game yes. on field, uh, and and a good goal as well too. Uh, he's been a tremendous player down through the years, and uh, you know he was one of the reasons that City haven't won uh, yes. seven out of seven. I mean, you know, yeah. because Liverpool are the only team to have stopped them. You know, yes, and and he's won the Champions League, and they've been to another couple of Champions League finals. Uh, like you, when you think of the Liverpool success in recent years, he has to be one of the big reasons this has happened. Yeah, John uh, Firmino. Mane and Salah as a three. Yeah. They will be remembered, won't they, John? I have wonderful memories of them ripping teams to shreds at times. But Firmino just seemed to me to be a sort of beautiful footballer with a great football brain. Yeah. Well, he led the line, Amy. He did, you know, yeah. Which is, yes. the, I think it's the hardest thing to do. I mean, great player, Salah. As you say, Mane, great players. But I think the hardest position to play is the position that he played in. And he did it brilliantly. Uh, you know, just 
got on with the job. He and he, he led the press as well, John. You know, when they were pressing, he was the guy who oh, was yeah. leading it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, he was, he was, he's, I think he's been an absolute brilliant player for Liverpool. And I think it's, it's fitting that he got the goal on, on the, the weekend to say, say goodbye, as it were. I mean, yeah. no, he's, he's been terrific. He's behaved himself brilliantly. His, his behaviour's been brilliant. Real team player and uh, really fitted in and, and was the or the one in between the two, the other two great players. Yes. Now yeah. I think it, it'd be well remembered and long remembered. I think that Liverpool is one of the best players ever. Yeah. Just a final uh, thought, lads. Harry Kane, Liam scored again on Saturday. I was watching the match. He scored after eight minutes. Very good goal as well. And they lose three one at home to Brentford. His character, his willingness. He's finished top scorer again. He's got a lot of goals this season. I haven't got the number in front of me. But his character and his ability, what's your take on him, Liam? And should he, must he, get away from that club? Uh, well, I'll answer, the, I'll answer the second question for us, Damon. Yeah. Uh, uh, should he get away from the club? That's, that's very difficult. Like He's grown up with that club. He's been there since yes. he was a kid. And, uh, you know, things have got better and better and better for him all down through the years. He wasn't, he wasn't a Wayne Rooney or a, or a Michael Owen where he was a brilliant player at 17, 18 yes. years of age. Uh, it took him a, a long time to establish himself and mature, uh, into the player he is now. Uh, and he's been a fantastic goal scorer. There's no doubt about that. Um, should he go somewhere else? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes players are remembered for staying at one club for all their careers. I can go back to maybe Trevor Brooking at West Ham, uh, Dave O'Leary at Arsenal. Uh, okay, and the people are saying the debate here in England, I suppose you're reading it back home as yes. well, is, is he, does he lack ambition by not wanting to leave Tottenham Hotspur? I don't think that's a fair question, Eamon. To be no, I don't. Honest. No, I, he was out on loan at Millwall, for God's sake. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than no, that. No, it, it, took, it took him. No, it took him a while to establish himself. But the, he's been absolutely brilliant at how he's worked at his game, and he's a very intelligent player. Yes. And he makes a lot of goals as well. When him and Song were on fire, going back a couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I suppose you're looking at the club. The club's a bit of a mess. Um, uh, so I don't know. It would have to be someone like Bayern Munich or Paris Saint Germain or someone like that. Uh, I could see that being uh, an outcome to the whole situation. Okay, John, let me f uh, ask you about Harry Kane. I know he's a player. Actually, you first alerted me to him almost when we were talking about uh, Spurs or football in general. You said, watch this guy, Harry Kane. This is six or seven years ago. He's a, he's very, very good. Uh, you've always liked him and he continues to show the qualities that Liam referred to there. He's great character, yeah. good, very good goal scorer, goal maker and never, never whinges, never complains, not jumping on referees or anybody else for that matter. No, I think he's, I think he's become a world class player, Raymond. Yeah. Over the years, I think the older he got, the better he got. Uh, I mean, he's, he's scoring as many goals now as he's ever done. He's always made goals. He, he contributes to the game generally. Yes, you know, he, he positions that he takes up. He uses the ball well. I think he's, I think he's unlucky, really, that Spurs haven't been yes as good as they should be for him. Yes, you know, I think had he been in 
the say the Liverpool team at their best there a couple of years ago or Manchester City. I think it would have been sensational at Man City. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, or any any of those teams because he's 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 just world class. He, he do, he's not up the field. He gets back at the right time. He get, he makes goals. He scores goals. Uh, and I, I would feel sorry for him that Spurs are the mess that they are. Um, yes. He, he deserves better. Um, now, whether he leaves Spurs or not, we don't know. But uh, I think, obviously, if he played in a better team, uh, he, he would be even better. But what he's doing at Spurs over the years, and it's been, it hasn't been great at all at Spurs, he's been one of the leading goal scorers every year. Yep. He's one of the leading goal scorers this year. And if you look at the goals, the, the goals he assists, yep. he'd be up there much far, far away ahead of every, every, all the strikers. Yes. Yep. You know, if you look at Haaland now as a world-class player, he's, he's a great, great goal scorer. He doesn't, he doesn't make many goals. Like, Kane drops deep at the right time, he gets up there. He's, if I was picking a centre-forward now, yeah. the best, I'd pick him. Right. Uh, there's no better tribute than that. Liam, a final question about one of our own. A young Irish lad, he's 18 years of age, Evan Ferguson. He's at Brighton. He came in and played on Saturday, scored two goals, and he's a great hope for us. He's uh, from a, a good footballing family, Northsider, I think. How good? Yeah, Whitehall. I mean, oh, Whitehall is like yourself. His, his family came from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his grand his grandfather came from Whitehall, uh, Fergus, uh, and his dad was a his dad was a player in England, uh, Barry. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was interested. I was reading an article about him last week. Eamon, uh, he's his mother's English, right? And that was the reason he could go to Brighton at sixteen. Ah, because yes, of, Brexit, of course. You, because of Brexit, you can't go to, you can't leave Ireland at fifteen or sixteen anymore. You have to be eighteen, you don't to wait you? Yeah. yeah, but because his mother's English, he could do it. You know, and he's, you know, I met him a couple of weeks ago after the Arsenal Brighton game, and he's a smashing kid. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to say something now. But he plays a bit like Harry Kane, I mean. Right. You know, he yeah, links yeah. up things. Yeah. He comes he comes deep. He comes deep because that's what the Serbi, the manager, wants. Yes. He wants him to be the focus point. We talked about Firmino doing the same thing at Liverpool. Yeah. So he's linking things up. And they get on the outside. Mitoma, he played he played brilliant at the weekend. The little Japanese winger yes. at Brighton I've got. And and uh he took his goals ever so well. Two good goals, you know, but they weren't they weren't balls over the top when he was chasing them. Do you know what I mean? I do, and yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a link player as well as a striker, a bit like Kane. And if you can go on and do half of what Harry Kane has done, mm. I think Ireland are going to benefit from that. Happy days. Uh, John, you and I don't think I've seen enough of this young player, but everyone and Liam is the ultimate sort of judge of that, even though, yeah. Even yeah. though he's got the Whitehall bias. It sounds like he's a really good player. He's a young lad. He's 18. Got a good coach by the sound of it. It would be great if we produced a player of that quality because it's a long time since yeah. we really have done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's very, very... Well, it's brilliant for the kid himself. I mean, yeah. He's obviously comes from a good football family and he's doing the right things and he seems to be behaving himself in the right way. It's, 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 it's brilliant for him and the better he gets, I mean, the better it is for Ireland in the international setup. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. We've always needed, well, we've, we've needed a goal for a long time now. John and Liam, thank you very much for joining us today and indeed for your contribution to the stand all, all season. We have one more go next week. 
but we're very grateful to two of the greatest players that ever played anywhere, not just in England, John Giles and Liam Brady, uh, and two of the best judges. Thanks to John and Liam. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.